Welcome to the podcast. My name is Chris Haquez, and this is Your Best Life Defined. If you're ready to launch your life and discover the secret to true happiness and success, you've come to the right place. All right, all right. Hey, guys, welcome to the show. If you've ever looked around and you see people and they just seem to be incredibly um, uh, successful, they seem to be unstoppable at the things they do, there's a recipe for how you do that. And if you stick around, what you're going to discover is that by by finding you within all the noise and all the distractions that we face every day, you will become unstoppable. Are you ready for it? Let's go ahead and do this. All right, so let's take a, let's take a close look at this. So take a look at anyone who is immensely amazing. Take a look at anyone who has done things that you value that you wouldn't mind doing yourself but can't seem to get off the ground. If you look at those people, there's a common denominator between all of those people. You take Elon Musk, you take Oprah Winfrey, um, anyone that's achieved immense success, and you have to wonder, well, how did they do it? How did they do it? Well, the reality is success comes when we have the fuel to endure the burden, to endure the struggle of overcoming the obstacles that stand between us and where we want to be, right? That's the ticket. We take it back to your New Year's resolution, for instance. How many of you are still holding on to that New Year's resolution? Most of us aren't. Why? Because it doesn't have any true value within ourselves. It's easily lost, right? So when you look at your life, the story that we tell ourselves is, well, I, I love my life. If I were to say, hey, there's something wrong with your life, you're going to say, no, there's not. There's nothing wrong with my life. And the reason that response comes up over and over again is based on a couple things. There's a reason you have chosen the path you've chosen. And there's a reason it looks a heck of a lot like everyone around you. It's because we don't have another way of doing it. No one has told us there's another way to do it. Does that mean it would change the fact that you own a house and a fancy car? Maybe not. But the reason we do not achieve success in our life is because we don't have the ability to execute consistently and keep on track long enough to achieve our goals. That's the simple thing about it. That's the reason the resolution went, by the way. You started working out. You worked out every day for the first week. You were tired. You had an excuse. You took a day off. You forgot about the story. You just weren't filling up to it. If you change that story around, and I've said this before, if you change it around to something you love to do, let's say that you are the consummate fisherman, you haven't, there isn't anything else you enjoy more than getting up at three o'clock in the morning, heading out to the lake, staying out till after dark, drinking beer, fishing, having a great time, right? You don't fight to fuel that. You, You don't have to convince yourself that you need to set the alarm. In fact, in most instances, you're up before the alarm. Where's that energy coming from? That energy comes from the inspiration you feel when you engage in that activity, when you prepare to engage in that activity. If you, if you want to do a parallel here, think about how it feels to do anything that's scary, like climb mountains or anything people do, especially adrenaline junkies, base jumping, that's a big one, skydiving, there's another one. 
that thing is fueled by that same type of energy. If you're not moving forward, it's partly, in part, probably because you don't have any fuel in your tank. You don't have anything in your tank that says, you know, I'm tired. It's been a long day, but I really got to get this done. I really want to get this done. And where does that come from? Where do we find that? That's, we find that within ourselves. And when you take a minute and you examine who you are and you think, how do I feel? Because that's the other big issue is success is defined, we often define success by comparison on a visual level. Well, yeah, our house is nicer than our, our their house and our car is definitely nicer than their car and we're doing pretty good and, and we're a happy couple, right? When you change that direction or the, the, the value or the gauge that you use for your selection, for your choices in life, that's when you become fully in control. That's when you take full control of how it feels to wake up in the morning. How does it feel to do the things you have to do to support the life you've chosen? Is this to say, I, I, when I first started this, let me just back up here. When I first started this, I used to attack the idea of the conventional home, especially when I was headed out in my RV life, right? Because that's what we do. That was the validation for why this was so important to me. It's like, oh, I'm going to do this, right? That was the wrong perspective. It's not my business what you do. I don't. It doesn't matter to me what you do, but it sure as heck had better matter to you. If you wake up in the morning with a partner and you guys don't get along, you're not connected, you're going in two different directions. If there was any, anything, any place where you could do two things, you could start the process and you could see how great it works. It's in your relationship because, as I said in the previous podcast, you are not going to climb your mountain if someone's pulling on your pant leg, dragging you back down. And that's what it's like when you're sharing your life with someone who's not on the same page as you. It's just that simple, right? How do you fix it? You get that connection. You gain that connection with yourself. This podcast, this year, the sense of failure that I feel with every podcast I put out, it just this is just part of it. Why do I do it? Because I'm connected to who, who I am. I'm connected to who I am. And more than that, than that, I'm connected to what inspires me. I can tell you, I'm not going to fail at this because I'm going to work at it because I love the feeling that I get when you're talking to someone, when I'm having a conversation with someone and all of a sudden the light comes on and they're like, oh, I see. When we do what we love to do, it's better, right? It feels good to go fishing. It feels good to have that great relationship or sit there and laugh with your partner. To be excited when they're home, to, to sit down and let them be the center of the universe while you share your day with them and to be genuinely appreciative of that moment, right? That's what's, that's what's, that's what's at stake here. And that's what you're going to be able to do if you just take the time to follow the three steps.
All right. The argument I often get when I come uh, out and I start talking about doing what you love to do, in most cases, our lives are full of things that are basically mediocre at best. I mean, we talk about how great it is to own a house, how great it is to live the life we do. And if I were to challenge you and say, hey, are you happy? You would definitely say yes, if for no other reason, because you you can't say no, right? That wouldn't make any sense. My life sucks. Because the next question I would ask is, well, then why haven't you changed something, right? Well, let's just say, like in my case, I did 23 and a half years in a federal prison, and working in a federal prison isn't the most amazing adventure from the standpoint of of jobs. I mean, it sucks. Your life's in danger a lot of the time. It's very risky, a lot of hard work. You deal with a lot of difficult people. The reason I was able to endure that was because of the story I was telling myself beyond that. And it wasn't so great initially because I was doing the same thing as everyone else. I had the debt. Granted, we had a substantial amount of income, so it wasn't like we struggled or we were we were uh, working really hard for what we wanted to do. We could do most things. But I still, there was nothing in my life that was inspiring. But that all changed when Sandy and I got to talking about what our future looked like beyond the prison. That five years before we decided to actually sell the house and buy the RV. I'll tell you what, that prison, that job, I didn't even notice that job once we got on track with the idea that I wasn't going to be mowing lawns and painting fences and remodeling and pulling weeds and, and fixing irrigation ditches and growing a crop that no one even eats, right? If you're facing a job or you have something in your life that you cannot change about your life, and that might be where you live or your employment, the employment seems to be a big issue for most people. Okay, put some frosting on it, man. If you can't change your employment because the employment's too good and you got 15 more years before you retire, save every penny you can and put that those pennies into things that inspire you when you're not at work. Again, it comes down to finding you, right? What, would, what could you do on the weekend that would inspire you so that when you show up on Monday, yeah, granted, the job still sucks, but when you're looking to the next weekend or you're looking to your evening, you have something worth working for, worth facing the struggle. That's the return on your choice. And when the return is high, when the energy level is high for the effort you're putting in, when, you, when what you do gives you what you love and leaves you feeling the way you want to feel about your life, that's a win. I think the funny thing about um, about how we view life is, and and more than that, how we how we face our struggles, how we approach doing things that we want to do, and a lot of times our, our our emphasis is happiness, right? It makes me happy, but happiness is a short lived emotional response, right? You you go buy a truck. Think about that. You go buy a truck, right? Oh, you're happy. You're happy with that truck. You go buy the big house. You're happy with the big house. You get that, you get that rush, right? But what happens in the, in the long term? You're not waking up as excited year, th- year three in on that truck payment. The truck isn't as clean as it used to be. 
And now let me just back up here. If in fact you are digging it and you have all of your ducks in a row, that is if the thing that you are inspired by, the things in your life, you actively utilize and you take care of and you take pride in every day, you may very well be right in your spot. But here's the thing. If you're not inspired, if you're not heading in a direction, it's probably because you haven't connected to anything that inspires you. Where do you find it? Well, you think back. I don't, I don't generally subscribe to the idea of living in the past, especially when it comes to struggle, because that leads down a, a, a rabbit hole of excuses for why we can't. But when it comes to the positive things in your past, yes, grab a hold of them, especially if you've done them and you can prove that they work. Now, let's take this back here. You're a child, right? You're a, you're a child and you're, you're nine years old. Do you think about, what do you spend your time thinking about? You think about having fun. You wake up excited and you're chattery and, and you'll do this. And, and life is so good when you're centered around yourself that a stick and a puddle of water can keep you occupied for hours. Why? Because as children, we know who we are, right? As children, we don't have the influences of having to have a job and being accountable. We get to wake up every day and our challenges are based on things within our realm that inspire us, that excite us. So that's why you'll see kids running from 6 o'clock in the morning until 11 o'clock at night because the things they engage in are so connected to what they do that it energizes them. And they fall in bed and they sleep hard and they get up and they do it again. What does that have to do with you? Imagine, imagine for a second that after listening to this podcast, because it's possible, you're actually able to re-energize yourself to that level so that regardless of the struggle you face, there's a part of you each day where you are just fired up, ready to go. Let's go ahead and grab a hold of the secret. Follow these three steps and you will become unstoppable, I promise. To achieve any goal in life, you have to have three elements. And there's subcategories, but you have to have three primary elements. The first element is you have to define where you're going, right? And then the second step is to fuel it, to fuel that endeavor. It's kind of like when someone decides to develop a plot of land and build houses. You have to have someone funding that or keeping the momentum of that project going, right? Well, the same thing is true for your personal life. If you, if you pick some grandiose idea, but you don't have the fuel and the resources necessary to drive it forward, you fail. And then failure is also guaranteed if you do not have the ability to execute on a regular basis. In my case, I execute on the podcast weekly. And as a part of that process, I execute every day or at least five, six days a week. I practice. I spend between an hour and two hours a day considering the topic that I'm going to be putting out on Monday. How do you do that? Here's the deal. Think back to the when the last time was you actually spent any amount of time at all thinking about you. Thinking about the choices in your life and the things that you do and who you are. And more than that, how, how life feels. 
Because we often, we gauge our, our success based on a visual comparison. You go on Facebook and you see some friend went to Hawaii. Well, you're not impressed by that. You're doing better than them because you went to Hawaii last year and you're going to Peru this year. Whatever that standard is for you. But if you take that visual standard and you turn it into a feeling, if you ask yourself as you sit there in silence and you say, how do I feel when I wake up in the morning? How does it feel to go through my day? There's where you start the process of choosing a path that inspires you. I... I I feel like a failure every time I do a podcast. I guarantee I'll step away from this podcast and I will think, you know what, Chris, you could have done a whole lot better, right? But what drives me forward, the fuel, the fuel that generates the effort that's required to do all of the things I do is that somewhere down the road, I believe that it will benefit someone. Someone will say, wow, I didn't know that. Wow, that's really important. Whether it's about the book, about, uh, about RV life, or it's the podcast, or it's any of my little snippets or my ads. Maybe, maybe you're not even looking at self-help or bettering yourself from that perspective. And I post a video. I did one here. <laughs> it's, 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 you don't have to be scared of RV life, and it's kind of this shady one. Check out, go to Facebook and check it out. But it, I mean... Video quality-wise, production-wise, I think it was a, it's a pretty cool video. Maybe, maybe that's what it's going to take to inspire you. And, and that's what I want. I mean, ultimately, I'm not asking you for any money. What I'm asking you to do is to sit down for a minute and spend some time with yourself. That's the first step. So you're going to pick a time of day. And I like to center my activities around my phone because I guarantee you there'll be a time of the day when I pick my phone up and there'll be a time of the day when I set it down. And the same is true for you. So you want to get connected and get this ball rolling. I think here's what we can do is before when you grab a hold of your phone every morning, you take a set amount of time, maybe set some time aside, maybe give yourself 10 minutes and just sit there with that phone in your hand, considering who you are and how you would like to feel. What thing you could do to inspire those feelings you get when you get to do something really great, right? And that'll start the ball rolling because that's going to get your thought process away from all the distracting noise that's being fired at us every day and it's going to put you back in your own head. And that's where you need to be. That's where we need to be if we are going to become a, our best version of ourselves. Because you'll never be better, right? You'll never be better at anything than you are at the things you love. Inspiration is the energy that pushes people to great heights, right? I mean, can you imagine Elon Musk? Hey, what are you doing? I don't know. I'm sitting here looking up at the sky and I'm thinking, can you imagine if you could put if you could put people up in the sky and it would be like an amusement ride, but they'd pay you like $500,000 a piece? That'd be cool. You have this fleet and then... Where do you get the energy to take an idea like that from where it is? Or even Tesla, any of those great things. I mean, look at Oprah Winfrey, what she's done. How do you fuel ideas like that? It's certainly not a random act. For anyone who's successful, the key is connection to yourself. That requires you to stop and think, right? Well, once you pick it, Oh, uh, as far as the phone goes, every night when you set that phone down, that's your opportunity to review how you did, how much active, uh, how much active effort you put into actually 
moving toward that, whether it's learning something about it, whether it's having a conversation with your partner about it, whether it is um, doing some investigation, finding resources. Hey, can I actually play golf? Well, if I'm going to play golf every weekend, I probably should find a place to do it, figure out how much it's going to cost. That way I know how much time, how much money I need because there's, there's the base, right? And at the end of each day, when you set your phone down, how'd you do? That's how you pick it. How do you fuel it? You fuel it with an idea and a story that is perpetual. Uh, for those of you who know me, who've listened to me before, especially from work, my, my standard operating procedure for anything that I'm going to do is I pick it and I evaluate it based on who I am, just like I'm telling you. But then what I do is I create a story around it. And that story is involve, involves me, it involves my wife, it involves my kids, it involves most of the people I meet. And while it seems irritating, my wife often says, you know, the kids kind of get tired of you talking about your book, right? Well, in order for me to stay on top of that goal, in order for me to, to take action on that goal every day, I have to do something to keep that story alive. Back before Sandy and I decided to hit the road and travel full-time in our RV, the conversation was all about how great retirement was. I remember Bar or Bangor, Maine, I used to tell them, we're going to Bangor, Maine when we retire. And I know my coworkers are like, oh, shut up. And my kids are like, I don't want to hear it anymore. And the people I'm around are going, oh, God, please don't do that to me again, right? But that's the vision, the feeling that I get, even if it didn't turn out or doesn't turn out exactly like you want it to. You have to find a reason. You have to generate energy within yourself surrounding your goal. So even when it gets tough, when you're sitting there thinking, I suck at podcasting, who am I to think I can write a book? There's a typo on the first page, right? That in spite of falling down, in spite of not thinking you're worthy, in spite of not believing anyone else can hear what you're saying, that story pushes you to do it when you don't want to. And it rewards you for doing it when you do want to. Build a story around it. Build a story around it and make that story worth going after. All right, the final step, the final step is the action part of it. If you pick something you don't like, you don't, you don't, you're not going to consume it, right? You're not going to take the effort forward. How enthusiastic are you about sitting down and going out to dinner when the food you're going to eat, you hate? There's no motivation. There's no drive. There's no energy in that, right? You, you can get it done, right? Same is true with your choices, the problem we have is just our comparison. The standard is not based on our feeling. It's not based on what inspires us. It's based on fitting the standard that's been established for us by those around us. I guarantee you there are people who own houses right now who hate doing housework. There are people who own big houses and big yards who hate doing yard work. And you know how you can tell? When you talk to them and when you look at what they do every day and you look at their life, there is no energy if you don't have energy you're not going to move right if the things don't that you're chasing don't inspire you or the obligations that are created for your choices don't inspire you i guarantee you will not move find it make it good give yourself a reason tell yourself a story part of the reason i walk seven miles a day is because in my mind my story is that someday oprah winfrey is going to call me up and say chris i heard what you're doing i think it's great would you like to be on my show 
Can you imagine what I would look, what it would be like if I showed up there and I was 70 pounds, overweight, out of shape, miserable, low energy? There's a reason that I wake up every day. There's a reason I keep showing up on social media. There's a reason I keep pushing forward, and it's because I love the idea that I'm helping someone. I love the idea that someone is going to say, hey, thanks, Chris, I really appreciate it. That's why I do it. Makes it easy. All right, I think, I don't know if that's a butt chewing or not. I didn't really mean to chew anybody's butt on this. I, I know I just get so energized, and, and I think that's part of it. It's like, oh, is he really that? Is he really that happy, that excited? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. It is cool. It's cool. And, and here's where I'm going to call you call on you to take care of your own business, to, to find yourself to take some time, sit sit some quiet time aside. I like the car is a great place to do it before you go in the house or maybe before you go into the office every day to take 10 minutes and just think about who you are and what your life, what you want your life to look like. What, what would make your life feel better? Take that time, examine it, start telling yourself a story about it, start sharing your story with other people and take action on it every day. And you can change anything about your life you want. It doesn't have to be a big thing like selling everything and buying an RV. In fact, all you're looking for right now is you're just looking for the win. If that win, the best place to start, and I'll say this again, the best place to start is with your partner, with your relationship. If you can establish some ground rules and say, listen, we're going to serve each other from a platform of kindness. We're going to listen to each other and become each other's first responders. So when, when you come home and your partner's upset, you don't get angry. You say, where's the pain and how can I stop it from hurting? It's a selfless thing at first. It's kind of difficult at first, especially with all the water that runs under the bridge. But I guarantee you, once you execute and you execute and you start seeing the response and you and the story gets bigger and then you start believing you can do it, I guarantee you will become unstoppable. All right, heading down this path. Hey, guess what? Next week, we're going to talk about, we're talking about uh, poisoning your success. We're going to cover issues and and habits and behaviors and ideas that we have, uh, we develop as we grow up. They're actually keeping us from achieving any of the significant goals that we want to achieve in our life. If you're ready for change, if you're ready to rock your world, if you're ready to grab a hold of the things that seem so impossible right now, you've come to the right place. If you find the right reason, you build a story around it, you can do anything. I appreciate you showing up today. Hey, listen, if you would, please do me a favor and hit that subscribe button, share, um, do anything you can to support this thing. Because like I said, I'm not going anywhere. And eventually, if you just take those three steps and start applying them, start being proactive about learning that new skill acquiring that new set of skills guess what you will not be here very long you will not have to listen to another podcast and it depends on how the podcast goes that might be a good thing for you hey listen until next time just remember if you launch every day from a platform of kindness when you lay your head down at night you'll have a smile on your face and feel kindness in your heart i'll see you next monday